Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us. We do read your emails, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join us today, actually, uh, somewhere around the third inning of the Rays-Yankees ballgame to hear us, uh, get some comments, interact, just otherwise get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Okay, Ulysses, yesterday uh, we had... uh, our initial introduction of prop bets, and we'll go ahead and run through the rest of them here, and they will be on the table in the official record. So Mm -hmm. what's going to happen by the end of the year? Will it be me buying you a case of beer or you getting me some hand-rolled cigars for whoever gets the majority prop bets correct? So you know what you know what I like about this is the fact that we both win in this scenario because I'm pretty sure that if you buy me a case, I'm sure that you're gonna buy yourself a case for your home. And you know what? I would try a cigar. So I think this is a win-win. So I like this. That is true. Yes, a nice little gentleman's agreement there. And we can <laughs> I can indulge in one of your fancy craft beers, and you can uh, you know, indulge in one of uh, a classic hand-rolled cigar there. I mean, it's, it's basically, it's fitting for Tampa. It's fitting for the Tampa Bay yes. Cigars and, yes. and craft beer. What what better way yeah. to, to go with that? So um, six prop bets is that, so we will basically have six today, and then that gives us 12 total. You you automatically get the Odorizzi 1-0. Is that fair? Okay. I think that that sounds good to me. That sounds good to me. Okay. Just kind of a little throw in there. So, okay. This first one, or I guess continuing off of yesterday, at least 12 raised pitchers will earn a save in the regular season. I say, yes, that will happen. Ulysses says, no, that will not happen. Let's remember last year in the 60 game season, uh, 12 pitchers exactly got 12, uh, uh, or got a save for the Rays yeah. um, during that uh, during that year. So I just assume that, hey, we're basically tripling the season there. We already hear, I mean, more bad news today is uh, yeah. as Pete Fairbanks goes on the IL and they call up Hunter Strickland. So I just assume there's going to be so many different arms that uh, guys are going to get opportunities to get the saves. But, I mean, the, the Rays also have to get into a position where they can get saves too because we haven't seen much of that already <laughs> this year. That that is true, but no, I, I'm I'm thinking about it in another way. As in, one guy has to step up the most in a 162 game season. I don't think you can have that carousel for 162 games. I think it would be very difficult. I think you want your guy ultimately to have that role. And so far, I think it would be Castillo to to kind of take right. the the helm there. And um, yeah, I, I just don't think that uh, it's going to be like 12, 13 guys. I think it's going to be you know closer to seven or eight. I don't think they'll reach 10, honestly. Right. Well, yeah. And and I'm also assuming that, you know, once Oliver Drake gets back, once Nick Anderson gets back, you call up Brendan mm-hmm. McKay, maybe Luis Patino, McClanahan, all those guys very well could get saves. Let's remember, and, and there's guys that 
we, I mean, they're not even. Don't I mean, even know they, right they, now. Yeah. Edgar Garcia <laughs> got a save last year. Yeah. Anthony Banda got a save last right. year as well with that. So I just assume with Nick Anderson out and now Pete Fairbanks, that maybe it is one of those things where Castillo gets most of them, but I could also see them trying to play around with it too, especially if uh, Castillo craps the bed a couple times there. Okay. So that one we have uh, Chris Archer throws a hundred innings or more this year. I believe that will happen. Ulysses, you say not, nah, not going to happen. This would, this, this might be the most difficult one for me because I do want him to throw more than a hundred innings. I do think that if the Rays are playing well, he is going to be throwing more than a hundred innings. Having said that, I think he just comes a little bit shy. I'm talking 90, 95, 98. Like I think he'll touch the nineties, but this one was tough for me. I want to be radical. I've been kind of crazy in all of these prop bets. I'm, 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 I'm going to keep being crazy on these uh, prop bets. He does not cross 100 innings. Yeah, it is a risky one. I just kind of go back, like whether he's a starter or goes back to the bulk role. I think, you know, if he stays healthy and that's a big question is he gets kind of what Jalen Beeks got in terms of opportunities back in 2019. And Jalen Beeks wasn't really that effective or efficient that year. We were yeah. seemingly always complaining about him, but you just need a guy to fill innings at times. And Chris Archer may be that guy, whether it's starting pitching behind an opener, whatever it may be. So really what I need from him is like, basically three innings over 33 appearances, basically a little yeah. bit more than that. And, and that can, that can get it done there. I, he's the third highest player, uh, highest paid player on the team. What is going on? I, the, the, the most, the most highest paid players are, have been like the least productive or off and, injured Kiermaier, Satsugo and Archer. Those are your big three there. And, 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 you know, with Chris Archer it, being so high paid, you assume that the Rays are not going to just, they're going to have a long leash with Archer because of the financial implications, right? You, if you spend $6.5 million on a guy, you're not just going to reserve him in, in the bullpen for mop up games. You're going to ask that guy to get innings. But having said that you could, wouldn't it be kind of intriguing to see a, a, a revamped Chris Archer and just be a two inning guy. Like you remember in 2012 when Wade Davis was that guy in the bullpen, he would just give right. you two innings every two to three games. And it was just locked down completely. Maybe Archer could be that guy. But that's a lot of money. That's six and a half million. That's a lot of money. That. That's yeah, what I'm saying with the Rays. Tom Glassdown's making four mil. How yeah. ticked off is he right now? <laughs> <laughs> Especially after his first two starts. Um, okay, so we've got that on the board. Uh, piggybacking off of that, Chris Archer, Rich Hill, Colin McHugh, and Michael Walker combined for at least 350 innings. I say yes. I'm doubling down. Yes, this will happen. Ulysses, you say no. Again, because I think Archer is the incognito here. He's just going to be shy, and I'm going to do – I've already said Hill – might be DFA before August in another mm-hmm. prop. so those are less innings. So I have to remain constant. So I will say that they'll just be shy. And again, 320, 330, right around there. I think, I think that's a good barometer, 350. Uh, but again, just short. See, it's one of those things where I look at this and, you know, Michael Walker, I would expect him, you know, I think the Rays may try to get 130. 140 out of the out of him if they can swing it really it's 
what I did, I just, it's kind of a math problem for, for me, 350 divided yeah. by four. I need, you know, basically on average 88 innings from these guys. I think Archer does that. I think McHugh can do that for sure. Waka, absolutely. Hill, maybe, maybe not, but I expect that somebody else will pick up the slack there. In fact, I, I, I want, I, I would almost go to 400, but that was a little bit, I just said, no, you said no on that. So, yeah, no, that, that I think 350 is good because McHugh, I don't, I don't, you know, he might not be on the rotation and he might be a bullpen piece most of the year. I think he'll right. start a game here and there, but with Waka, I, I love the way that you broke that down before uh, on all four of them, because that we can definitely agree on. Right. <laughs> I think Waka will be the guy that will throw the most innings out of all of those four guys. Yeah. And it, I think he's going to be a five and dive guy. They're going to have him throw five innings for the most part. If you give up four and runs in the five innings, so be it. But we got to have somebody that can fill in and, and pick up and just pitch for us. Have a guy that can stay healthy and pitch for us. And maybe Michael Walker is one of those guys there. <laughs> uh, speaking of health, uh, this is a question. This is another prop that we have on the board. Kevin Kiermeyer plays at least a hundred games this season. And I'll put a little caveat in there. Um, it doesn't have to, I mean, he could be theoretically traded and still get that a hundred game mark. Okay. I say, I say no, he will not get to a hundred games this season, whether it's with the Rays or four other teams, you say, yes, he will play at least a hundred games. I will note on average for like, he's ba he basically plays on average of 107 games extrapolated over a 162 game season. So and, no, no, and I'm did just, we I, put the, did we put this prop bed before he got on, on the IL or after? I, I believe after, I believe after, after? man, I was bossy. <laughs> yeah. So, but here's the thing, like, and this is what I'm and again, I know I've been very critical of KK, but I'm just looking at the writing of the wall. Didn't start out good in spring training. Hasn't started out good in the regular season. He turns 31 in a couple days. The, the stress and the impact of having the birth of your second child. Uh, I think all that sort of stuff weighs in and combines and, and who knows, maybe, Manny Margot really, really emerges. And then you're going to have Kiermaier have built in off days and Kevin, just not have the opportunity for as much playing time or get trained. Manny Mar but he still would get the, the game. So Manuel Margot is now the most indispensable piece right now. It's holding yeah. that, that outfield together because we've seen the bad routes from Randy Rosarena. Uh, we've seen the bad routes from Austin Meadows there. So like, in the outfield right now, Manny Margot is the glue that holds it together. So that's the guy that you do not want to yeah. see go down in the outfield right now. The Rays did activate Brett Phillips. So maybe he will be kind of a defensive specialist out there in the corner at times. So how many games do you think Kiermaier plays? I mean, is it just, is it basically just oh, slightly over a hundred? Okay. Remember uh, just with Chris Archer going like 95 innings instead of a hundred. Yeah. I think it's the same thing with, with Kiermaier 103, 105, barely over the line. Right. Okay. I got you there. So um, this next one, Mike Trout wins 2021 AL MVP. I say, yes, this will happen. Ulysses, you say no. From what I understand, you're just taking the field. I mean, it's, well, or do you have a couple you know, favorites in mind? I mean, I'll, I, I will give you uh, at least one guy, and he's a teammate of Mr. Mike Trout, and it's Shohei Otani. 
Um, the start that he has had is unbelievable. He is good for baseball. This guy is right. legitimately fun, entertaining, and good for the sport. Nothing would be better for, for him to have just a splashy season and for the Angels to actually get over the hump finally and 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 get to the playoffs. And if if the Angels get to the playoffs and Otani does not get hurt, that's his MVP. Punto. Yeah. He's already got a blister, though, on his fingers, so he's going to miss his start. But that might not be a big thing, but I mean, if he's firing on all cylinders, then yeah, absolutely. It's funny. I mean, he, uh, if you're not going to the Rays game today or this weekend, you can't actually check out the angels in Pinellas County as they're playing in Dunedin yeah. against the blue Jays. Cool. So there's your opportunity. I will also note, uh, Mike trout batting a cool four seventeen right now <laughs> through the, the handful of games and three home runs already all also on my fantasy team. So a little kind of bonus oh, must be nice. Uh, yes. Uh, last one. Glad I didn't pick uh, Tatis instead of Trout. I think oh, I had a choice. Oh, really? There. You're gonna really? You're gonna do me like that? Before oh, the sorry. Break? Oh, oh, you have goodness. Tatis. Sorry about that. You know. Oh my hey. god. Should have uh, looked at the. You should have got the medical reports before you made your draft pick. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, okay. This last one. This this will be our final prop bet that we are putting on the board for now. A raise player. Any raise player that is eligible wins the 2021 AL rookie of the year. I say, no, that will not happen. Ulysses says yes. And I think it's a resounding yes from you because this is, it doesn't just have to be Randy. It could be wander. It could be McClanahan. It could be Patino. It could be whoever you want it to be. Most likely a Rosarena. That would be the guy that you're picking, but um, I'm going with the field here. I'm doing the, the opposite of what you, or I'm doing what you did with the Mike Trout MVP thing, basically. Okay. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're, we're doing the opposite here. Now for this one, I got to root for the guy. I got to root for El Jefe. Uh, Randy's going to get it. Uh, yeah. The outfield miss miscues and, and Fenway, you know, didn't help. He also did a tremendous catch uh, or, or a couple tremendous catches. So right. I, I think that can get better hopefully. Uh, and it's a quirky field. So I'm not going to, put too much uh, emphasis on that. And besides, honestly, the rookie of the year award is not a defensive award. I don't think they care That's if true. the guy has a negative five DRS and a horrible UZR. It, it really does not matter at all. So he could be the worst fielder out there. But if Randy Rosarena hits 25 bombs, hits anywhere close from 270 to 280, uh, that that's his, that's his award to lose. You know, here, and I do think Randy is going to have a really, really good season. He's already off to a good start offensively for sure. But uh, what maybe makes me go with this is the fact that he's not, he's unable to replicate what he did in the postseason and the regular season, like where he just, he became the talk of baseball. And I think even if he has a very, very good season, like there, I think, the media or whoever votes on these things, maybe a little bit of a falling off, like, well, he didn't do what he did last year. And maybe it's a That's little, a they get point. bored with the name a little bit and they want to pick, Hey, what about a Ryan Mountcastle or a Tristan McKenzie or an Andrew Vaughn or somebody like that? I'll switch that though, because I think it, it helps Randy Rosarena that that mm. name is in every baseball writer's tongue. It's in their lexicon now. I mean, they know who Randy Rosarena is. So having that, uh, you know, being a name in the pool in their mind, I think really actually will help them no matter if, I mean, everybody, if, 
if they are trying to compare his ungodly numbers from the postseason, I, you know, yeah, I, right. I get it. But I, I really hope that they don't. And if he just, again, if he hits any around 280, 25 bombs, this is his award to lose. I think some voter will be so idiotic that they'll be like, oh, wait, he played last year. He was a rookie last year, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> like, I, I feel like there's going to be some shenanigans in there. But I do, again, I, I'm not saying Rosarino is going to have a bad season. I just, I'm picking the field here, just like where I'm sure you think that Mike Trout's going to have a great season, but right. somebody else wins the MVP there. Okay, we have that locked up. It is something we will revisit throughout the season. And of course, at the end of the season, we'll find out who the winner is as well. Uh, it is a Friday, which means we have baseball trivia, name that war and much more. But first, we've got to tell you about bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, MLB and NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows and reality TV, real time updated odds and prompts on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. So head over to the website or use that mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, and use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Okay, Ulysses, baseball trivia time. I think it's your turn to grill me. What you got? Well, today's a special day with the home opener for the Rays uh, and Rays fans. The last time that the Rays hoisted an AL East division banner uh, was in 2011. Can you believe that 10 years ago? Oh, my Uh, gosh. Yeah. Sophomores in college, I think. Right. Sophomores in college. There you go. Um, they faced the Baltimore Orioles with Jeremy Guthrie on the mound. They lost. And you might have, you, you actually must have loved this game besides the score because the game duration was only two hours and eight minutes. Look at that. Mm. Isn't that fantastic? Every all, every ball game should be 215 or less. I agree. Seven in, was it a seven I, inning ball game? What happened there? <laughs> right? Nobody hit, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I want you to go back in time as a sophomore in college. And I want you to name as many players. I'm not even giving you a, a limit here. You can go as crazy as you want. How many players can you remember from that Rays starting lineup for that home opener in 2011? Go. 2011 starting lineup. Okay, for the Rays. Uh, Longoria. Uh, yes, correct. Upton. Correct. Not Carl Crawford. He would have been on the Red Sox, I believe, at that point. Uh, Okay. Let's see here. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Ben Zobrist. Correct. Leading off. Okay. Yeah, don't don't try to have me name the batting order or organize the batting <laughs> yeah, order. That's too much. <laughs> Can't do that. Uh, Twenty eleven. Uh-huh. Brandon Geyer. Strike one. Okay. Uh, not Brandon Geyer. Another outfielder. Now, oh, wait, Carlos Pena. Hang on, Carlos Pena. Strike two. Now, let me give you a hint here. For this 2011 season, you know how that 2011 season ended. 
Yeah. Okay. So you also remember how the 2011 season began very negatively. Okay. Can you remember a couple of stars in that 2011? Uh, Manny Ramirez. Okay, Correct. thank you. Uh, Johnny Damon, I presume? Correct. Okay, I'm going to throw... I think this might be a little early, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Um, well, okay. Jose Molina, first off. Ooh. No, no, no. Hang on. Let me get one more. Luke Scott. Oh, he okay. was actually, you know what? I'm going to give you a pass because he's actually in the starting lineup for the Baltimore Orioles. No, I lost. I, I got okay. my three strikes. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, the the lineup was Zobris at second base, Johnny Damon in left field, Longo at third, Manny by, batting cleanup in DH. Well, boy, that was a must. Um, Dan Johnson ba- uh, batting fifth and first base. He was DJ starting? I heck? know. I know, it's crazy. Uh, Joyce, our friend, Matt Joyce, friend of the program, and right mm. field. Brignac, Red Brignac as a shortstop. Oh my God, he got an opening day start. My goodness. Dan Johnson and Reed Brignac. How did this team <laughs> win that year? Yeah, basically. Uh, Holy cow. John Jaso and on the mound, the lefty, David Price. So that's how they won with pitching, right? I mean, that's gotta go. be that's yes. gotta be it right there. It, it just seems like, man, today's lineup, today's Rays teams, like oh, hitting wise, so much better. Yeah, absolutely, very good. That's a great question. That's a great question. Uh, okay, um, kind of continuing on the theme of today's home opener with name that war. Uh, we know Rich Hill is going to be starting on the mound, and we also know that Rich Hill is old, right? At uh, relatively <laughs> for a professional athlete, baseball player, forty-one years old, and some change. Um, so it got me thinking about uh, one of the—I mean, at least in our time—one of the guys that played until I mean, he was almost fifty years old. Not a pitcher, but a position player, Julio Franco. Julio Franco, what is his career war? Okay. Well, time to break out the calculator here. 25, I'm going to go with 25 seasons, right? Because you said he almost played till 50. So what? He made his debut at like 23. That's almost 25 seasons. Maybe a couple, he got hurt. So I'm going to go with 25. Okay. 25 seasons. Well, let's say for 15 seasons, he was... A two-war player. That's 30 war. And then for the next 10 years, he was a one-war player. So that would be 40 total. And he did not make it to the Hall of Fame. So 40, it would be very difficult for you'd have to be real. I mean, I think the scale is like 50. Uh, and he's having some trouble. Uh, with getting to the Hall of Fame. So 40, I'm going to go with uh, uh, maybe not knock him off a few. Okay, 38 war for Franco. I'll give you another guess. I'll never, you, you might be undercutting or undershooting him just a tad. Okay, okay, okay. So let's You're not let's far say, off. Though. Let's go, if I said 38, let's give him 47 war. Okay, 
kind of meet in the middle there. 43.6 was his career war. I think what we have a little bit of bias in the sense that when we really watched him, he was more of a replacement utility villain. We just knew him as the old guy that's still playing baseball. Whereas like (laughs) in the eighties and very early nineties, like he was an all-star, he was winning silver sluggers. And honestly, like, for what, for better or worse, Julio Franco, for his accomplishments, should be in the Hall of Fame. Should be in some sort of Hall of Fame. The fact that nice. he played till he was forty-eight years old. He's That's also incredible. a member of the. He's a member of the four thousand professional hit club because he played like in Japan and the Mexican League yeah. and the Dominican Winter League. But he finished. I mean, his numbers really, really good over his career. Two ninety-eight career batting average. 782 career OPS, 281 stolen bases, 173 home runs, 2,586 hits. Uh, The oldest player ever to hit a grand slam, a pinch hit home run, two home runs in one game, and to steal two bases in a game. Just crazy, crazy stuff there. Uh, Yeah, three-time All-Star, five-time Silver Slugger, batting title, All-Star MVP. Just his story of still sticking around for as long. Yeah as he did, I think is, is pretty awesome. I don't know if the veterans committee can put him in or not saying like he's a slam dunk hall of fame, but he's famous and famous for a pretty impressive reason. And his staying power, I think that's it. Okay. I mean, this is almost his career. I would think is as remarkable, if not more remarkable than some people who have been inducted in the hall of fame. Let me put it that way. You know what? I want to go back to this. Maybe not for this episode, but this yeah. is a good. Uh, this is a good. Uh, Jamie Moyer. Can you make the same argument for Jamie Moyer? Possibly. You know, there, yeah. There, there's a couple of guys that, that that were able to do this, but yeah, let's let's revisit this uh, uh, in another time, another yeah. off day. There we go. Uh, we have been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing, I said, tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. And they got so many different flavors as well. So you should definitely check them out and try them for yourself. And to do that, go to builtbar.com or check them out on Twitter at bar underscore built on Twitter. And remember to use that promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1515. Uh, to get 15% off your next order. Again, that is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, 1-5, to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Okay, Ulysses, we are finally here. Home opener, raising the banners at the TROP, three-game series against none other than the New York Yankees, and you will be one of the 9,000 in attendance to cheer on the race. What's your, what's your plan here? What's your, how are you getting to the ballpark? <laughs> what are you eating? Where are you sitting? What, what's the, the rundown on Ulysses's uh, home opener situation? Well, I can definitely tell you there, I, I will have an adult beverage with, with me. I, I, I uh-huh. enjoy those uh, at the ballpark. Uh, I am, I'm very excited. We're doing locker room at the top of the third inning. So yes. that'll be really cool. Uh, hope you guys uh, join us there. I'm actually meeting up in real life person in, 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 in like, like a human to human contact, at least six feet apart with Austin Holloway. Look at that. Wow. How about that? Yeah. Our buddy. 
That is great. Make sure uh, I, I'm sure he'll be yelling at Aaron Boone the entire game and <laughs> yelling at. I'm, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's got things to say to Aaron Judge and and yeah. and, and. Well, will, Aaron Judge uh, might not be in the lineup. He's hurt again. He's you know tweaking that, uh, that. calf of his. Aaron Death Judge is, is Aaron Judge getting hurt. That's the thing. Aaron, Aaron Judge is Kevin Kiermaier on in pinstripes. There we go. I said uh, it. So um, it makes sure again. You better have your mask on. You can't yeah. wear a gator. So Willie no Adonis gators. can't be accepted. I don't like the, the gators. Ballpark. I don't like them. It, just use a mask. It's so much better. I mean, uh, you don't like the on. gators because you went to USF. That's why. Hey, you, you can't use anything like associated yeah. with, with gators there. So, <laughs> But are you going to try any of the new food options? We know you're the, the beer guy, but I know that they've made a big stink about the Nathan's hot dogs and some kind of alcoholic milkshake deal and uh, a, lot of, a lot of high caloric food options available as well <laughs> well yeah maybe that that ice cream with uh, alcohol some sounds pretty yummy but you know i do uh, i i do and i do want to try something like that i i have no plan kevin except to bring home a w and, and to have fun yes. in the locker room man that's the most important thing I, I haven't gone to a home opener in uh quite a long time so this is uh this is really nice i'm very Did you excited. go in 2019 to the home opener i don't believe so. I, I think yeah. the last home opener um, must have been like in college, man. Wow. Well, I mean, it is tough to get a ticket. I mean, during those yeah. home openers for the Rays, for sure. Yeah, it's crazy that it's been since October 2019 that fans have been allowed back into the trop. So definitely a great experience from that standpoint and that end. And today, uh, so yeah, Rich Hill on the mound versus Corey Kluber. Kluber looked really good. In his first start uh, against mm-hmm. the Blue Jays, throwing four plus innings using all five of his pitches. Uh, the Yankees, um, outside of that, we know about Judge getting hurt again. Uh, Glaber Torres making errors left and right. But their pitching has actually, in addition to Kluber's, looked outstanding. And I'm a little bit, again, just based on the way the Rays have started so far at two and four and, and how they've looked like. Um, the, the, uh, the, the Yankees are throwing out Kluber today. And then I believe it's Herman and then Montgomery and the Rays Hill Archer, I think TBD. So it's not like on paper, it's not like the pitching matches, uh, matchups are totally in favor of the Rays or anything like that. Right. Right now. I don't think anything matches it in favor of the yeah. race, not, not the hitters, not the pitching, not the bullpen and not the defense. I know the defense in, 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 in pinstripes is a little bit shaky, but still, I mean, we have seen how the race have, have dealt with the glove. Uh, yes. It, yeah. It's a little bit nerve wracking right now to be facing the Yankees and, and then playing like that, but maybe the, the hoisting of the banner is going to yes. be a little bit of an, of a, of, of a mood um, amplifier. And the guys have actual fans, our fans, the race fans will be there. Uh, and, and, and that, that should be very exciting for the players to, to have that, you know, support behind them. That's what they said that they lacked last year. And look at that. They went to the world yeah. series. So, uh, you, you hope that they can do it well, but every race fan would be so happy, Kevin, if either Archer or Hill or even Waka had had the first start, their debut look like Kluber's or Herman's or Montgomery's. Right. Uh, so it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough series. Uh, you mentioned the fans. Um, I wonder, look, here's your, here's your duty. Here's your job during locker room is to count out 
the Yankees jerseys. How many people okay. are showing up in Yankees gear? I, I, I think, think it's going to so? be like a 50, 50 split. Even with, even with reduced and, and giving season ticket holders, the, the advance, uh, 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 you know, uh, chance to get the tickets, you still think that Yankee fans still filtered in to the trop? With, I with think the they're finding think a way so? to, to filter in because the, this home opener is still relatively soon after Yankees spring training. So maybe some people sticking around. Mm. I know New Yorkers are moving and vacation here left and right. Good so. point. We will see. We will see. But not. again, that's where you and Austin have to just, you know, be that make overpower yeah. the, the Yankees fans that'll be there. Do the Rays win this series? God, I sure hope so. I really hope you don't so. sound very confident. I, I think you might want to go back on that prop bet where I said and predicted that the Yankees will win the AL East. I know it's still know. early. I'm, 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 I'm nervous. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nervous, I'm a nervous wreck, but you know what? They, they just handed the Yankees every L last year. They look so good against the Yankees last year. So yeah. you have to hope that they can replicate that again. And it's not like Morton and Snell were throwing at their best when they faced the Yankees, at least in the first series from last right. year. So hopefully, you know, Archer and Hill look, you know what? I think they can win this series and I'll tell you why. Okay. If Archer and Hill can give you five innings, they give you five innings, they're winning both of, the, both of those games. Why? Because I, you would have to pull them, right? I, I don't think right. the Rays are just going to be giving out Hill and Archer just inning after inning and getting shellacked. That, that's not happening. So if you see Archer five innings, Hill five innings pitched, that's, that means good things for Rays, for the Rays. Fair enough. Fair enough. Also, um, you mentioned you will be enjoying an adult beverage or two or three or four or 10. I don't know what the number is uh, at the trop. I've got a billion dollar idea for okay. the trop. Put a makeshift cigar bar into the trop. Ooh, and like make your own cigar right there. Well, I mean, you could have a person that hand rolls the cigars, yeah. but yeah, but it's of course an enclosed space. So the smoke doesn't leak out onto the field or anything like that, but they've got a lot of, they can find Ooh, a way like they've a got, they've got inventory box. building in. Yes. Glass box, essentially. Like they have in airports. That's really cool. Like yes. a smoke area, but like, Ooh, That's what I'm saying. Yes. And of course they'd have the TVs. Maybe it, it can overlook yeah. the, the action a little bit where it fits in with the theme of the Tampa Bay area. Probably not a good thing. Probably not good to optics promote. to implement it right now. Well, I know they've got the, yeah. well, I guess they got the tobacco free promotions and everything going on. Yeah. And of course with the pandemic and everything, but I think it would be a cool feature. Very Florida, very yes. Tampa. I'm just, just a suggestion out there. For I'm Steve sure Stryker. that the Ebor plans could have had one, yeah. you know, that that would have been really cool to have the, the Ebor one uh, have it. Yeah. And you know what, after it would work for the players too, after the game, there you go, go and enjoy a cigar after you, you know, pinch you a cluster pinch a pin it or whatever it may be you can yeah you can do that i the, the marlins had the clevelander there's some crazy stuff going on there they had uh -huh. body paint and all sorts of stuff why not throw a cigar <laughs> bar in the trap there we go okay uh that wraps up this edition of the locked on rays podcast and i'll tell your smart device to play the most recent episodes of the locked on today and locked on fantasy baseball podcast hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we'll talk to you next week and go Rays. let's go 